0: Sometimes you stay Good morning, everybody. This is Beatle Matters in the great state of uh, Seattle. We got a great show for you today. We have uh, the founder and uh, former, uh, not former, the active leader of the company, Brandon Lee Phillips for Seatown Electric Plumbing, Heating and Air. That's a long name for a company. But hey, you guys do a lot of stuff. We also have um, Carrie Davis. She's going to be on with us. She does large project customer management. So we'll start off by uh, introducing Brandon here. Brandon, how you doing? Not too bad. How's it going? That's good. It's good to have you on the show. Um, we're going to have a discussion about your company. Um, we had talked off air a little bit, and uh, Brandon has grown this company. Was he starting started in 2015? Is that about right? Before you give me all the credit, I have to say my wife was...
1: In there the whole time with me, Larissa. Okay. She's going to listen to this and kill me if her name's not mentioned. So it was was her and I both started. And
0: she's (laughs) I saw she's the, she's a vice president there at your company. What now, Larissa, what's her role? What does she do?
1: Well, she, her and I both kind of oversee management at this point. But uh, at the beginning, she was the one that pretty much did the other half of it. So, okay.
0: Much credit to her. And you know what? Maybe in future show, we'll have her on and we'll talk to her. I really would like to, not that we uh, we don't want to have you on, Brandon, but it's nice to get a women's perspective, especially in the trades. I, I'm a strong believer in that, so it'd sure. be good to have her on. And Carrie, um, we'll get you introduced now. It's good to have you on the show, too, as well.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good show today. We're going to talk. This one's going to be more, and I've done this in the past with other companies that uh, we have for sponsors uh, for Home Matters. It's really a human perspective on the story of, of, Brandon and his wife, Larissa, and, you know, starting C-Town, they, you know, started the two of them and now, uh, off air, they told me they're over 180 some employees and that doesn't happen, uh, by magic. That means that they're doing a lot of things right. And I watched some of If you go to their, their website, ctownservices.com, there's some actually some really good videos that talk about their work culture and, Brandon's up there talking, you can actually see his face. Um, but Brandon, I, I want to start, you know, I, I looked at, did some research. It's, uh, they said you're a Lake Stevens native, which I used to live in Lake Stevens. I don't know if you still live there or not, but um, you come from there, you're a hockey fan. I guess the uh, silver tips is a big thing for you. And I just wanted to kind of like, did you grow up in Lake Stevens and go to high school there? Or what, what was your story and how in the heck did you get into to this industry? So I actually grew up in the Marysville area. I graduated from Marysville-Pilchuk.
1: Okay. And uh, how I got into the industry, my stepfather actually, he worked for Verizon GTE at the time. And uh, I seen him make a pretty good living in the trades. And I had asked him one time what I should do. And he said, I think it said something like anything that involves a wire. And so right out of high school, I, I instantly was trying to find out how to be an electrician. Okay. And my, my cousin, Jerry, actually got me a job at the first electrical company that I started at. And I actually had gotten my wife hired on there as a um, part of their admin team. And that's kind of how her and I both got into the electrical trade. Okay.
0: And then did you, so did you go to to school and become a journeyman electrician and things? Is that your, your career pathway? Is it where you started? So I, it's a, same thing at C-Town.
1: It's a two-year apprenticeship program in Washington state. You can do that through the union or you can do it, just at any residential uh, company and that's what I chose to do so it was just 2 years of hands-on training and then after the 2 years you take your exam and you can become a journeyman electrician okay
0: got it and i have to ask you too you know getting a growing a company of your size like i said doesn't happen just by happenstance so there's a lot of the notion of teamwork, and I I watched that in your videos, your employees were talking a lot about family and teamwork, and we'll get into some of that, but where did your value of teamwork come from? Did you play sports in high school, or how did you get that? I would say I'm an
1: entertainer at heart. I like to see okay. people enjoy themselves and have fun, and I kind of wanted to create a culture of that. So if you were to come to our company, it's and I say it in the video, it's complete opposite of... You know, a big corporation. You would come through the doors and you'll see me laughing and joking and we're, you know, punching each other, picking each other up, doing push ups in the morning. Just it's <laughs> complete it's a complete opposite of what you'd think a you know, a corporation would be. So yeah. I think a lot of it comes from the uh my background of just entertaining and wanting to see people happy. Okay. So entertaining means what? You are you a singer or I mean, I I have been known to get on the mic here and there. Um, oh. But no, what I mean by entertaining is having people over, enjoying themselves. Okay. Um, basically, mm. my theory is, is if you can take the work out of it and make it fun, it doesn't feel so much like work. And I think we've done a really good job of,
0: of that. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, and, you know, it comes – and again, guys, if you want to see what he's talking about, go to ctownservices.com. There's a video out there. But you can see, I mean – and. You know, I guess you could stage it, but you could see the genuine people are laughing in your meetings, you're coming in and doing the handshakes or slapping each other at the back. So I can tell that your employees it's like a big family and you guys are really having a lot of fun. I'll tell you right now, that is
1: not fake. Uh when yeah, you come yeah. through our doors, you are definitely seeing push ups. You're seeing guys, you know, smacking each other, joking around and just I mean, we're a we're a big ball of fun
0: at C Town. That's cool. A good time. So Kerry, I gotta ask you a question since um Justin, uh, since Brad has been talking all this time, Are you do Do you do the push-ups with these guys?
2: Um, you know, I haven't been had to do those just yet. I'm not looking forward <laughs> to it. I'm pretty sure there's going to come a time here where it's going to be up to me to be out down there doing it, but hell I'll, excuse me, I'll, <laughs> I'll join so, the, the team.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Well, hey, you know what? You can get physically strong while you're working there at, at C-Town, which is good. Uh, so, Carrie, what's you know, what's your story? What, where, where, where did you come from and, and why did you decide to join Brandon and his team at SeaTown?
2: town Well, um, back in early 2020, you know, everything kind of changed and my career at that time was no longer available and I knew I needed to start in something new and I knew I'd have to start somewhere at the bottom. And I had had a friend who works here. I feel like everybody's connected in at C-Town one yeah. way or the other. And she said, you know, this is the best company to work for. And I was like, are you sure? Everybody always says that. And she's like, I'm not lying. I promise you, this is the place to be. So I interviewed with Brandon and told wow. him I understood I'd be starting somewhere low. And I was okay with that. I was excited to grow in a new industry. And he took a chance on me, and
1: hey, oh, she was very confident her <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's <laughs> good. wow, well, if she interviewed with you, she, she'd have to be.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was lucky. I got to interview right with directly with Brandon, and yeah. they took a chance on me. And this was by far the best decision I've ever made. It's yeah, it's a true family company.
0: You know, I I heard. I think it's Ryan. Is Ryan one of your employees? Does he? uh because he was in the video he was talking about that the best decision he ever made in his career was to come work at seatown and that that's pretty special so so carrie were you always in customer service or was this a brand new role for you that you had to kind of pick up and learn
2: i've always been in uh customer care uh one way or the other uh, just different in types of industries
0: okay got it And so did you, did you start in large projects with C-Town or did you kind of work your way into that?
2: I kind of worked my way into that. Um, I started uh, just as a customer service rep so I could learn the industry. I had not been in the trades and went through the different um, areas, you know, dispatch and project coordinating. And um, from there, they, you know, presented a new role for me and I was excited about it and. It's it gives me an opportunity to work with homeowners every single day, all day long, making sure they're happy and satisfied with either a clogged drain up to a rewire.
0: Yeah, which can be a challenge sometimes. So I, I know, you know, in my company, when we did uh, we did, you know, jobs that were uh, inside of a week wasn't too bad. But I always had this 10 day role with kitchen remodels. Once you get about 10 days. I don't care how great you are with customers; they start getting a little testy. They walk out of their house, <laughs> and you're you're smiling, Brad. And so you know. But so when you talk about large projects, Carrie, what is a large project for C-Town?
2: Well, a large project, any project at C-Town is a large project to a homeowner. Okay. And it, part of that would be, you know, especially where you've got multiple trades in someone's home. So if we're doing electrical and plumbing, or Electrical and sewer, or all of those.
0: Got it. Okay. Well, that sounds good. And then, um, so Brian, I want to go back to you. So, you talked about starting up this company, and uh, you said it was 2015 when you started. So, was it just you and your wife, Larissa, or did you have a couple guys that came along with you? Or how did like how did that all happen? So the
1: the conversation started December 2015. So the first year technically didn't count because we, you know, we rolled right into January. So, yeah. Yeah. but I sat my wife down that night and told her that I wanted to uh, uh, take another shot. We started a company back when I was about, I think it was 20. Okay. Didn't pan out. Um, we didn't really have the resources. Ended up shutting that down. And uh, so I kind of had to sell her on this one. I said, Hey, listen, I, I know we had the customer service part, right? We got our financial part right. And uh, that night I talked her into it. And at the beginning,
0: it was literally just me and her at the kitchen table. That's how it all started. That's very cool. So from your previous company, and this happens, you know, I've had, uh, what, three failures and a few successes. You know, and yeah. now I'm I'm doing some things. And it, it's that way for all of us. So what was your big takeaway from your first company of like, I'm not going to do it this way again. I'm going to do it a little differently. It was focusing on the customer.
1: And we had, we had that, you know, we had the the customer service part of it down a little bit, but back then the housing crash and all that stuff, it was just a tough time in 2008 to keep keep anything afloat. But my biggest takeaway was, you know, I think we were doing it right. It was just focus on the customer and and focus on your people and everything else that's come through. And that's kind
0: of what we've done. Yeah. 2008 to 2012 was a very, very tough time for the trades and a lot of companies, but you know, we all made it through. We're here today. And obviously, you have a very uh, thriving company now, which is great. When we come back, uh, we're going to continue our discussion with Brendan Phillips and Kerry Davis from Seat Electric, Plumbing, Heating, and Air. You can check them out at SeatTownServices.com or call them up at 360 Seatown. With that, on Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right, we're back. This... Is Pete with All Matters, Got Radio 97, 3FM. Having a great discussion here with Brandon Phillips and Kerry Davis. Uh, these guys at Seatown, they do electrical, plumbing, heating, air. Uh, they do, if you're an electrical, they do, you know, if you have knob and tubing, repipe in your home, they do uh, sewer. Uh, we had a whole show. If you want to go up to mynorthwest.com, Forward slash home matters. There's a really good show up there where I talk with a couple of their guys all about uh, sewer repipe, how that stuff is repaired without having to excavate your whole property. (laughs) There's a lot of, and we talked about the history of that technology, where it came from. Um, Very informative. Very um, guys are really good experts at that, Um, and I, you know, I'm kind of a geek on all this kind of stuff, so. A lot of the stuff that they brought up, but these guys they do it all. I mean, if you one thing I like about you guys, uh, Brandon and Kerry, is you're kind of a one stop shop, and then you have your partner program, which we've talked about before, where it just makes things easy for customers. You guys can just come in on a regular schedule and you know do the service and do the repair and and things like that. So, a lot of good stuff. Check them out at SeatownServices.com or give them a call at three six zero. Sea town three six zero used to be my area code down there in Olympia Washington that's Marysville too yeah it's very cool uh you were just right across the town from me in Marysville. I was over living over in Lake Stevens for many years, uh, so that's where that's where I'm at now. You are in Lake Stevens Are you living on the lake there? I live across the street from the lake yeah that's cool i have a love <laughs> a buddy of mine. I coached baseball up there for years and years, and uh, his son was on my team We won a national title down in Colorado Springs and he still lives right across the Lake too. on the, what is it? The, not the side where you go into, into the downtown area, but on the other side, I can't remember what the name of the road is there, but that's, I love Lake Stevens is a nice town. I lived over by the high school. So one of the developments over there, very cool. All right. Um, So Brandon, I want to get back to the discussion. So we talked about your kind of background history, how you started the company and things like that. I love the fact that, you know, you are creating a culture of like, just have fun, right? And focus on the customer and, you know, do the right thing for them and things like that. Um, So one of the questions I want to ask you is, do you see yourself as kind of a forward thinker because this is not like what a normal company does. And if you do, why do you see yourself as a forward thinker?
1: Um, I would say that I am a forward thinker. Um, I try to push the boundaries with everything. I try to get out of the box with all my thinking. Yeah, And I think, you know, as far as our company goes, we've done that really well. Uh, if you, Like I mentioned before, if you go into any uh, standard run-of-the-mill corporation, you're going to see the same standard run-of-the-mill procedures and corporation kind of feel. And I think from the very beginning, we, we pushed the boundaries and said, why, why do we have to do that? You know, we don't need to do that. We can create an atmosphere where everybody's friends and everybody can joke and have a good time at work and still maintain a culture of, Hey, we serve the customer first and foremost, but you can still have fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's big because, you know, if you look, I mean, heck, you can go to yelp.com and find there's all kinds of companies that do electrical and plumbing and they're smaller, but you're not right. So obviously you're doing things differently. And that leads me to my next question is how do you, because, you know, every company has to innovate, right. To grow, to scale, to serve the customer. So how do you view innovation at your company and how does that permeate your work culture?
1: Our innovation comes from within Uh, 90% of our people that have worked here have come from an inside resource. So literally everybody here knows everybody and they know that they can come to me with any type of idea. It can be just wild and crazy. And and I'll, I'll actually think about it and look at it and go, you know, that's actually a a cool idea. Let's try it. And I think by doing that and just putting our feet in the fire without going down the whole, again, corporation path where it's, well, it needs to go to this higher up and this higher up before yeah. we try and go and, you know, adopt this procedure. It's no, let's just try it real quick. and see if it works. If it works, we go with it. And we've done that since day one. And I
0: feel like that's how we've gotten to where we're at in, in a way. Yeah, that's very cool. So what's a, like a, maybe recently in the last year or so, what's an idea that, I mean, it sounds like you got you have a pretty open door policy, you and Larissa, that where employees can come talk to you anytime they want, which I think is very cool what's like an innovative idea you've done lately in the last year or so? I can't
1: think of anything off the top of my head. There's so much stuff that comes in and out. I have people that come in my office and say, Hey, we want a you know, a 10 piece patio furniture set out back so we can have a chill area. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, well let's, let's make it happen. That's awesome. That's great.
2: Just Just like a home away from home,
0: you know, that's right. And it kind of is now. It's very true. I mean, you know, the thing about it, uh, I've always in my whole career, it's like, we spent so much time at work yet. We have such a different environment. And it was always foreign to me because when I ran divisions, you know, for companies, little companies like Nike and Hewlett Packard, it's like, I want to make this a nice, fun family place. It's got to be a place where they want to hang out because they're going to be here several hours a day, you know? That's Which is exactly why we put a gym in. Oh, you did? You put a yes, gym in. Too. It's
1: actually really nice, too. I use it every Freeway. day. Do you? That's yeah. cool. So you got uh, what, free weights and machines and all that stuff in there? I mean, it is a legitimate team fitness style gym. So it's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Well, oh, we'll call it Planet Seatown, I guess, huh? Maybe. <laughs> We've already gotten into a copyright infringement act.
2: Of- <laughs> you
0: have? Okay. Well, we won't, we won't, we won't there. go there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's pretty
1: funny. But it is kind of a funny story, though, to visit if you want it real quick. It, oh, yeah, I do. I'd love our, to. Our original logo actually had the Space Needle on it. And it was just a Space Needle that said Seatown. and Yeah. As we were growing, we, we invested some more into advertising and uh, we actually aired our commercial. And apparently one of the big wigs at uh, the Space Needle, was there and seen it on Como 4 and was like, hey, these, these guys can't have a Space Needle on their logo. So that's, that's where Astro Andy and our whole secondary logo came from, was from that phone call. Basically now saying you have
0: six months to change your logo. And we're like, oh, okay. Wow, that's cool. So, okay, so the, the, your character, I love that guy, is Astro Andy. So who, who came up with that guy?
1: Uh, I'll give credit to kick charge creative. They are uh, a company in, I believe, New York. Okay. And, uh, they had come up with the idea when I pitched it to everybody in our first team meeting with the new logo, everybody's eyes looked like they seen a ghost and but then it, <laughs> it, it, it kind of grew on everybody and the kids love it. And, you know, we get a lot of traction from the younger yeah. kids and yeah. their cars and things like that if we're driving around.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned the space needle because I was, as I was doing some research for this show, out on YouTube is one of your original commercials from way back when it has a space needle logo right on there. Yep. And actually the quality of that video is not very good, but you know, it's just one of those things where it's stuck up on you know, up on YouTube and you can't, you know, can't take it out. But I will say this guys, one thing that blew me away was they have two YouTube videos up there and I have to look at my notes here, but one of them is for employment and another one is uh, just a general video. The employment one has over 349,000 views and the other video has over 435,000. Now, I don't know of any local company that has that many YouTube views for videos. That blew me away. I was like, wow, you guys got subtraction. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty impressive. So, all right. Um, so. Carrie, I'd like to ask you before we end this segment. So we're kind of talking with Brandon here a little bit about innovation. And so you work on these large projects and it sounds like you have to do a lot of customer handholding. How do you see innovation in what you do in your work every day?
2: Um, well, I don't actually, yes, it is customer handholding, but I like to think of it as just guiding it, guiding the homeowner through the whole entire process uh, before I was ever in the trades, I would have known about permits, rebates, um, you know, inspections, things yeah. like that. And so to be able to walk a homeowner through this entire process from beginning to end and knowing that we're there, no, if any little question comes up that we're going to help them with that, it makes me feel good because I would, you know, if I ever had to have a project like this, that's what I would want.
0: Yeah. You, well, you know, and for a lot of people, I found that out, on my company. Permits are kind of a scary thing for people because they don't understand them and it's with a jurisdiction and they're not sure. It's like, well, do I get them? Do you get them? Or how do we do this? You know, that kind of thing. So I uh, I get that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that too in our next segment when we come back with Carrie and Brandon. Check them out at ctownservices.com. We'll also get into the vision and values and some of the work culture here. At uh, C Town. With that, i Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97 3FM. Okay, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97 3FM in the great state of Seattle. We're having a great discussion here with Brandon. Phillips and Kerry Davis of Seatown. This is uh, their full name is Seatown Electric Plumbing, Heating, and Air. But they also do sewer service and things. If you want to find out everything they do, they've got a great website. Um, they've got, uh, I like their little buddy, uh, Astor Andy up there. We talked about that a little bit in the previous segment. Go to com. You can also give them a call, too, at 360 Seatown. town Carrie, just um, to ask you, so if they go to the website, um, they can chat or schedule an appointment there, right? Just keep it simple on their phone.
2: They can. Um, Absolutely. We're available on through our website 24 seven.
0: Okay. So someone is like, if they want to talk to somebody at midnight, there's someone there they can chat with, or is it, what does available mean?
2: So they're available to um, notify us of whatever situation they've got going on or any questions that they have so that when our office staff comes in first thing in the morning, they can get right on answering their questions.
0: Okay, got it. And you're you fire a business at what time during the morning?
2: Our office um, officially opens at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Yes.
0: Okay. good. All right. Uh, So, Brandon you know, we've been talking about kind of your background history and innovation and what motivates you. I want to get into a little bit. So obviously you and Larissa have an ongoing vision and in your videos, it's kind of interesting because I can see like your mission on the back and I stopped the video so I could kind of read some of the things that you stand for, but with a vision like so what is your, you and Larissa's vision for, for C-Town? How do you see, see that going forward?
1: I think our vision at this point is just to make a good atmosphere for people to come to work. You know, that's, that's basically what it boils down to. I think if you have a good, a good atmosphere, it's going to pass down to the customer. Um, So I think, yeah, I've had people ask me in the past, man, you guys are, you know, you guys are blowing up. You're growing so crazy. How do you do it? And, it's not me that's doing it. It's the people within the company that are doing it and it continues to grow itself. So when people say, how, how, how much are you going to grow the company? It's however much the people want to grow it, you know, because most of our, most of our people that work here know each other, their family, or they've reached out to friends and they've gotten them, you know, apprenticeships and they've come on and it's just naturally the wheel is just turning so big now. And I think the culture is driving it. And so our vision right now is just to continue that
0: culture and, and just continue what we've been doing. Yeah, What's well, one of those things, you know, I always used to say, when I ran divisions, there's two things to know about me. And it sounds like you embody this, you and your wife, which is one, you don't work for me, you work with me. And two, my job is to obsolete myself, which what that meant 100%. is organically, this thing is going to go where I don't have to be involved every single day because everybody's on the same train with me and we all, you know, or have our oar in the water and we all pull together.
1: One of my biggest takeaways from owning a company this size is the second you stop micromanaging people is the second that you're going to get the best results out of
0: everybody. Yeah. That's very cool. Do you ever think you'd have a company this big? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well that's good you're honest but, Hey, you know, i'm, I'm of a group
1: normal group average group. everyday guy from lake stevens i did not expect this i wanted to start a company have four or five people and just make it a family culture and yeah. what i got was uh you know almost 200 people and still a family culture well you know it's funny
0: because you had said in one of the videos which i wanted to ask you about this it's kind of like a it's like living the dream right you had said It feels like you're going to your mom's house for Thanksgiving. Every day I get to come to work. I thought that was kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I was going to cut that out, but I'm like,
1: you know what? It's the absolute truth. It really is. When I walk through the door at my mom's house, we're joking. We're kidding. You know, it feels like you're a part of your family. When I walk through these doors, I mean, instantly I'm getting heckles from people. And, oh, you're showing up late. Oh, it's, you know, normally I'll get here at 6. If I show up at (laughs) 6.15, I've got 20 people coming to me saying, hey, you're late, man. What's going on? Step your game up. And,
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I probably actually say you're better than going to your mom's for Thanksgiving. You have good food at Seatown, but you got a gym and your mom doesn't probably have a gym. So
1: she she does not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. Well, that's good. So, Carrie, going over to you. So from this vision values, how do you obviously, you know, that permeates through the employees. And obviously what Brandon is saying, if you do it right, it kind of permeates all the way through to the customer. So. How do you kind of create and embody with what you do and people that work with you embody that in the customer service experience and the vision, and what is the customer service process that you guys use at work it kind of blows people away
2: That's a great question, um, but an easy one to answer when you love coming to work and you love the people that you work with it it comes across to our homeowners because we're happy. We're happy to be here. It's not like oh, I have to go to work today. It's like, yeah, I'm going to work today.
0: I get to and come to work. Yeah, I
2: get to come to work today.
1: Carrie is earning her raise right now. It's just <laughs> keep,
2: keep, keep doing it, <laughs> Carrie. <There you> go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who would have thought on a radio show?
2: Right. <laughs> All right, I'm excited. Um, but it's you know when you're at your desk and you're happy and you're smiling that is portrayed to our homeowners there, yeah. you know, we're excited to talk to them. We're excited to help them, you know, work out whatever project they've got going on, whether, you know, it's a clogged toilet, it's yeah. you know knob and tube or a sewer line. That's we're excited to be the ones to um, walk them through the process and get their home back to where it's safe and happy for them.
0: Yeah. That's very cool. I always, you know, the way I think about things and you know, I have a tech company now, but it's always that little shift in thinking. And I always tell people, ask the question, what else is possible? Because when you do that, man, it's kind of like all the people that come into your office, Brandon, with these you know different ideas. Some may be crazy, but you know what? All ideas are good ideas, right? Um, yep. Which is great. So Carrie, so a little bit more on that, though, as I'd like to understand. So you talked about how you embody that, but what is it specifically you do from the time the customer calls? What's that process that really sets c apart?
2: From the time that our customer calls, we are going to be there to help answer any questions that they have. You know, when you're looking at an electrical estimate, there's wording on there that your average person wouldn't understand necessarily. Um, so we're there to answer those for them, answer them what the process is going to look like when our texts are going to arrive, what the, um, you know, the whole permitting process, if there's rebates that are available, we're going to handle those for them. We're going to handle all of the inspections from, so we're going to be there from them for yeah. them, you know, from start to finish. And that's where it starts is that first phone call. Like, you know, what, you know, I want to, I want to help you. How can I help you? Let's um, get this resolved for you. And it's, it's every single step of the way. There's somebody there who can walk them through it.
0: That's very cool. Uh, Darlene, I want you to jump on, uh, if you could turn yourself off mute there, because you have a, so Darlene Lindbergh, actually we work together at Cairo and she's uh she works with C Town, but Darling, you, you told us off air of a story with you and your husband. Maybe you could share that the the customer experience you had that you thought was really different that impressed your husband.
1: Right. Um uh, we needed um a new heat pump. And so my husband did call C Town and, and set up the appointment. And then um uh, it must have been um the next day or so, uh I got a text and so did he and in an email. And we received um, a picture of the tech that was coming, and the name. And, wow. and what was so cool was a bio on this tech, so that um, there was this, um, I guess, relationship being developed. With
0: yeah,
1: it's not only a person that's coming to fix your problem, but also a pro- uh, someone that you can have a uh, a good relationship with. I just
0: felt this is great. This is That's awesome. very cool. Yeah. So, Brandon, does the bio include things like, you know, from an entertainer's perspective, like, I love dogs, I dance in the park and eat, like, fine wines, or how, what do you include in the bios of these guys? Yeah.
1: So on the new hire process, we have a little form for him to fill out, and it basically just breaks down pretty much all the stuff about him. What's your favorite activity or hobby? You oh, know, what okay. do you enjoy when you work in a field? Do you have any special talents or unique skills? What's your favorite movie? And yeah. I mean really all we're trying to do is just humanize us to the homeowners that hey yeah. we're not just some, you know, straggly guy that's going to show up or gal that's going to show up and just, you know, destroy your house. I mean we're we're people and we want to make sure that we're taking care of people and um we're we're pretty straightforward with our customers. If there's a problem, it's definitely not intentional. Uh, our techs aren't doing anything intentional, so I'm always one phone call away. Anybody that has any issues, call me and, and we can, we can always work it out. I mean, we're all humans and that's what we're trying to do from the very beginning is humanize our, our people and show you that, you know, we're just here to help.
0: Do you, so I'm not to put you on the spot, but do you have a story? Cause it usually like when it, when someone wants to speak to the owner of a company, it's, it usually can be pretty charged. Um, <laughs> Do you have a, a particular story of how you handled someone that maybe there was a misunderstanding or there was something going on and really kind of turned it into a friendship in the going forward?
1: Um, I wouldn't say a friendship necessarily, but we've we've definitely retained customers that were upset. Okay. I would be lying if I, I said we didn't screw up. You know, we, we're a company. We're All screw companies up. do. You do a lot of work. And There's going to be problems. <laughs> I, I get phone calls daily. And, it, and it's, that's the truth of the matter is that we start roughly, you know, 60 to 70 jobs. And for every single one of them yeah. to work perfect, it's very unlikely. So we do get yeah. the phone calls. And I think a lot of it boils down to just homeowners wanting to know what's happening, what the process is. And it's just me. Breaking it down to them. And and I think at the end of the day, once everybody understands everything, we usually move on just fine.
0: No, I I totally agree, Brandon. And a lot of times I found when customers called and they want to speak to me, a lot of times they just wanted someone to listen at the top. Right. And I'm sure, you know, you have very good listening skills now. You get a lot of practice doing that. And it's just a matter of how you handle those things for the customer to. You know, it turns them around, makes them loyal, which is good. Okay, we come back. Uh, We're going to continue this discussion with work culture. You know, the old adage that goes, you can't choose choose your family, but you can sure choose the kind of company you work with or choose the employees. We're going to have a discussion about that. And then we're going to get into a little bit more on customer service and things. I know Carrie has a, a story she wants to share about uh, one of the customer service events that just happened, which I think is important. We'll get into a little bit of community and some of the training aspects as, uh, as well. With that, i Pete. This is Home Matters Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters Car Radio 97.3 FM. I'm in a great discussion here with Brandon Phillips, and Kerry Davis, Seatown uh, Electric, Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Their main, uh, I guess your main, your main warehouse and facility, office facilities out there, Muckleteo, right? Yep, right up, Muckleteo, next to Boeing. Next to Boeing, okay. I used yep. to live in Old Town back in the day when uh, Taylor's was there. I don't know if you remember Taylor's down there. That's where Ivar's is now. Dar, you probably remember Taylor's, but uh, Muckleteo is a nice town. I always like living there. I headed over to live in Whidbey Island. Um, check these guys out at Seatownservices.com or give them a call. Um, they will. There's a lot of friendly people. Carrie, how many, uh, as far as like customer service reps and things like that, how many people, wh- what's the army of people that work at Seatown answer the phones and do project coordination?
2: We've got about 30 people that are available to answer the calls as they come in.
0: Okay. That's a lot. Well, that's good. I'm sure you get a big influx of calls every day if you have that that many people. So, that's we do. Glad things are working. What is the number? 3-400? Uh, three, three, 3-400 three uh, calls a day? Yeah. R- roughly. Wow. That's impressive. That's good. Well, it's good that you have that many people so people can actually get a hold of a human voice and, and talk to them and get their problems solved. Get the project scheduled and get, get the tech out on the road, which is a good thing. All right. So, Brian, I want to talk a little bit about um, your work culture. You have talked about the humanization and things like that. And you know, I, I brought up in the last segment about, you know, you, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your employees. You kind of mentioned a little bit and sprinkled in conversations. Are, are, so are most of your employees that come to you, are they coming through word of mouth of other employees? Is that how you're attracting people?
1: Yeah, I think we did the math. We have a 90% retention rate on employees, and I believe it's almost the same percentage of people that are coming within the company wow 90 so percent of the people have come from either word of mouth or it's a friend or it's a family member
0: yeah so when you say 90 percent retention like over what period of time since you started the company or since we started wow that's impressive that's great so when
1: people come here it's very very rare that they move on and typically it, it ends up being that they've either moved out of the state or they've you know, it's not the right career for them. And, and most of the time, if they move on, they're just upfront about it. Hey, this isn't for me. And I want to try something else. And that's usually how it ends. Other than that, people stick
0: around. Yeah, that's very, very cool. What? So as far as like, because then now, I don't know if this is true or not, but in one of your YouTube videos, you had like a signing mm-hmm. bonus and a trip or whatever I saw up there. Is that still current? Or is that just something that's up on the internet?
1: No. So we, we have the thing in Washington right now is we're having a hard time finding electricians, which is one of the reasons why we, we've been traveling to Muckleshoot school district, Marysville school district, Everett school district. And we're trying to promote that. You know, you don't necessarily need college. You can, you can come in and be part of the trades. It doesn't matter if you're male or a female. We actually just had one of our uh, call center gals. She she said, I want to be an electrician. So she's actually going to start. Uh, next Monday cool. as an electrician.
0: You know, I'm glad you because you led into the question because that was one of the things I was going to ask you. You know, when I had my construction company, I had two females that worked out in the field, but it was so hard to find females. So it's great you're starting that up. And then it sounds like uh and I'm a huge believer in the trades. I mean, yes, I have a four year degree, but, you know, there's. I was talking to you off air, uh, my buddy, Rob White, who actually was on the show. He started the, the Home Matters with me. It was a Pete and Rob show, you know, he's a certified welding inspector, and he was telling me a couple of years ago there was like 320,000 people short on welders. So uh, it sounds like you're having the same issues with electricians and plumbers.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of the younger guys just don't know the steps that you have to take. I mean, it's really simple. School wasn't for me. I didn't, uh, didn't do well in school myself, but I was a hands-on learner. And I think right out of high school, I learned that. And a lot of younger kids, that's all they need is a little bit of you know, education on how to do it. You can come work at Town right out of
0: high school and get training. You can actually start your training at 16 if you really wanted to. Wow. All right. So all you guys listening, if we do have some high school kids out there, but most importantly, the parents are listening. And if you guys are listening and I'm telling you the trades, it doesn't matter. I mean, I big shout out to policemen, firemen. Also, all the trades is a great place you can earn. Like, let me get, just so we can kind of solidify this in people's mind. Like, an average plumber, electrician, like in your company, what what did they make a year in salary or in in income total income? What they they, they make I a mean, lot. I make a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have heard Well, Let tremendous. me ask you this: Are 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 several of them making north of hundred thousand a year? Yeah, almost every single one of them. Okay, well there you go. So that answers the question, you know, even in a place like Seattle where the cost of living is higher, you can still make a very, very good living.
1: And you know what? These guys and gals, they earn it, too. It's the stuff that we have to continue in our our continuing education, which is paid for by Seatown. It's every couple of years we have to go in and put in hours upon hours and hours. And so it's, it's, a, it's a continued educational trade. And, and they work hard for it. You know, they really do.
0: So. So, Brandon, let's say I'm a high school kid and I'm interested and I want to become say, an electrician or plumber and they say they contact you. How do they like how do they get involved in your company and what is the training to get them up to a, a journeyman level certification? So plumbers are a little bit longer. Um I believe plumbers are four
1: years. I'm not a plumber by trade. So I thought that's my manager on that one, (laughs) but I'm an electrician by trade for electricians. It's two years. Uh, so you'd, you'd go through all the training that we do in house, which is just best practices. We do that weekly. We read all of our customer feedback weekly. We go over all of our numbers weekly. And then, uh, yeah. So if you wanted to get into the trades, I would say, just pop in and introduce yourself and if it's something that you like after a conversation, it usually takes about two years. You can get your journeyman's license. And then from there, it's just fine tuning the training. And you're always, always learning. At Let's that say point.
0: I'm a, a man or woman and I graduated at 18 out of high school. So if I call your number like 360 C-Town, can then they come in for like a, an interview and to see if it's a fit or how how does that start? They can
1: come in and ask for Brandon. I'm here
0: all day. Okay, so you'll day. talk to them. Oh, yeah. And if it's a fit, looks like a fit for both sides and they can come in and they get hired into your company and then you start the training process and they come in as an apprentice is, is what they do. Yep. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So Carrie, what like from your, your side of the world uh, do you guys have a similar training program as they do for the people, for the men and women in the trades at C-Town?
2: Well, we're, we're a training company. So from the minute you, your first day, we're always training. We're always, um, evolving. You know, you can never, you never know everything. <laughs> never stop learning, yeah. 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 You never stop learning. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. And so it's a, a constant, um, process and we do have, um, we're very fortunate to have, uh, Matt, who is our onboarding manager and he's fantastic. He walks, um, Everybody through the process, our technicians, how to use our software when they're out on site. Um, he really gets them ready and confident once they are out on their first day.
0: That's very, very cool. You know, Brad, sounds like you you and Larissa really saw, thought this through. This is impressive. So it's, just, it's good. You have the people in place to... You know, make it go so you don't have to be wearing 50 million different hats, which is a nice thing. So before we go, before we run on of time, Carrie, and I told you that uh, I was going to do this. You have a story. So you work with these large projects and you said you had a story about well, maybe one of the recent customers you worked with. I'd love to hear your story.
2: Well, one of the things that, about, that I love the most about my job is... Working so closely with our homeowners and especially when I, I have one in particular that I'm working with currently who unfortunately um, had a house fire recently oh. and it's a process and it's an emotional long process for them. And she knows that she can call me no matter what time of day, I'll always be there to answer any questions. How's it going to look, which in which order do we need to do things? I'm there to work with our general contractor to get everything on schedule and even her insurance company in uh, helping them to understand why we need to do certain things and in which order. And she and I, you know, we've never met in person. I hope I get to meet her in person one day. Um, But she and I've got a connection now. And that's what I try to make sure that every one of my homeowners feels when they talk to me.
0: Well, you know, a big part of your job is reduce fear, reduce stress. And that it sounds like that comes through. But guys, as always, it was a we've run out of time here. Brandon, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. I really appreciate you showing up here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Carrie, thank you for all of your information uh, and your story. That was great. So thanks for being on.
2: Thank you for having me. Check these guys out. Seatown.
0: They do electrical, plumbing, heating, air, uh, sewer lines. They do it all. Seatownservices.com. Or give them a call at 360C Town. With that on Pete, this is Home Matters, Car Radio 973 FM. Yeah,